Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Victory Podcast. Matt here, Braden here, across from me at the official Pure Victory Podcast headquarters. Ooh, official. <laughs> It's the headquarters down here in the basement. <laughs> I wish you guys could all see it. It definitely looks official. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We still got our high chew wrappers everywhere. And I mean, yeah, if you listen to the last episode, yeah, we're yeah, still we're still in there. They've been here for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are pretty complacent, I guess, in cleaning things up between episodes. But I guess so. Yeah. It's good for us <laughs> talking about battling complacency today. Mm-hmm. We we were talking to well insider tricks of the trade here we do more than one episode per recording session so Mm -hmm. we've done the last three weeks worth here but you're looking behind the curtain right now (laughs) exactly exactly i bet you never would have guessed but jody burkeen here when he was on here he's showing us the the green grass behind him in st louis Mm -hmm. and we were just all cold and white all we see is just white. It's blowing snow outside right yeah, now. Yeah, when we look out the window and we mm-hmm. dread going out. And that's if you're wondering right now and you're in everywhere else in the world aside from Canada, that's what we got in March is blowing snow. So pray for us. Absolutely. Pray for me too. I'm I'm a wimp. Like I'm a wimp. I've been here my whole life. I, my wife and I, Louise and I, we were at church on Sunday night. We went to a special service. And, and then I wore this thin coat like... I mean, it's probably good for most of the world, but didn't bring me a heavy winter coat. You were just trying to look cool. I know I was. I love it. <laughs> and But I didn't realize how cold it was. So then mm-hmm. after the service, we looked out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so cold. I don't want to go outside. Louise like, go get the van. Go pick me up. So I went out. But before I went out, there was this other dude who walked out with his wife or girlfriend. And 
just like no problem just strolled out no jacket at all just like this thin sweater and i'm like oh my gosh then i go out and i'm running by him because i don't want to be in the cold and at least i had two layers on i'm not made for canada that's how i am i'm, not, uh, I'm made for i don't know if he me made for st louis i like florida phoenix uh-huh. that's yeah, the weather i'm I with love. you yeah you're too good at hockey though so canada needs you still <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> div seven mentally yeah. hey you are tearing it up my friend i i did the math with louise i think in edmonton here alone there's like 1120 players or something ahead of us in divisions oh, that are better that than just us, made so. me feel depressed now <laughs> why'd you share that <laughs> I, know. I know oh man it was funny i was with these athletes in action guys last night speaking to i don't know 25 student athletes or whatever and they're just talking about these like like their workout routines and everything and it just bringing me back to my days in junior and i told them this story made me laugh i don't know if it's appropriate to share but i'm going to share it and then I, I was 18 and i was in this junior hockey in our junior hockey dressing room where i played in chilliwack here in canada and one of my teammates came back from christmas and he was i mean we we're all in, in good shape but he was like more shredded probably the most and he's like guys i want to play hockey forever like when I went back home, I saw my buddies who stopped playing hockey. Like, they all got fat. <laughs> and I was like, so I said to these guys last night, like, look at me. I'm like 60 pounds heavier than I used to be at the same height. <laughs> oh, I got complacent, I guess. We all got complacent. <laughs> That's just 60 pounds of Louise's good cooking right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could afford it. I was pretty, probably pretty skinny. <laughs> probably pretty skinny. I mean, that was when I was 14 too, but. Yeah, you can't compare. That's not apples to apples. No, it's not. It's no. different. Needed <laughs> needed some some man strength, some muscle on That's there. That's right. For sure. That's right. <laughs> well, we uh, talking about complacency today, battling complacency. This is something that oh man, it's common. I mean, I remember being there with porn for sure. I remember being there. It's like I just don't really care. Like I like it. Why do, why would I fight? I like it, and it brings me pleasure, and I'm attracted to it, and it's what I know to do when I'm bored or want to escape. Why would I want to fight? And so I was very complacent for, I don't know, at different times more than others. But but it's something that we see with guys when we work with them is this tendency to get complacent in the journey. And, um, and you know, it's not just complacency with fighting porn or fighting sexual sin. It's complacency with, with reading the Bible, with spending time in the Word. It's complacency with being in community and bringing things to light. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things that can manifest with complacency but but we just want to kind of maybe light a fire under you to to if you're in that place like it's this is a big deal because you get one life and each day that you live you don't get that day back and so you get one life here and how long are you going to go with being complacent with this big sin in your life that leads to guilt and shame and destruction and all of this stuff Mm -hmm. how long are you going to be complacent in this fight it's sometimes it's like as a coach it's time to kind of light a fire under your butt and say let's get going here let's do what it takes yeah that's right yeah because i think that you can start to adopt some patterns in your life or beliefs in your life based out of complacency uh you know it's just too hard i've been fighting too long you know what i just don't see anything happening no movement in my life uh you know i'm fine with the way it is you tell yourself these things right and you become complacent yeah uh, you don't want to reach out anymore to your community you just ah what's the point you stop engaging with god uh you know i'm okay i haven't looked the porn in a bit here i'm probably okay right or you might be thinking this too god doesn't really care so what's the point point? and that's a whole other level but 
I mean, that's birthed out of complacency sometimes because if we're not intimate with God in the sense of spending time with him like you would, I mean, the most important person in our life should be Jesus. And does our life reflect that priority? And if it doesn't, well, then, you know, maybe there's some complacency that's working in. And now we are believing some lies because if we don't have that truth that comes from a deep relationship with God, lies seep in ever so slowly and one of those things they always say is vision is a slow leak, right? So if you think of a balloon and a slow leak, if you just fill out that up to a certain level and you're never pouring into your life in that level, it will leak out and it'll be gone. And so what we need to do is consistently fill ourselves and be filled by the Holy Spirit. So if we're not doing that, things seep in, compromise seeps in. And it leads to complacency. And um, sometimes complacency is thinking of a, or thought of as maybe a lack of care. It could be. We've even heard it in harsher terms, right? Um, what was that one that you just heard? Um, or was in Proverbs, right? In Proverbs. Yeah. Do you ever read Proverbs, you listeners, and just think, man, that's harsh. Like, <laughs> I read yeah. Proverbs. So often I read Proverbs, I'm like, man, God's calling me a fool. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever it's saying, it's mm-hmm. just different life scenarios. But anyways, in Proverbs one thirty two. It says, for the waywardness of the naive will kill them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. So the complacency, well, it, but what if you're a, a wise person and you're complacent? The complacency of fools will destroy them. Um, right. That's really what it is. And so it's saying basically complacency is foolish. And so it, what will happen? Like it will destroy us when we're complacent. Mm-hmm. But the next verse, 33, but he who listens to me shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. And so we are so often condemning towards ourselves and, or, or even, I don't know what the right word is, but like, we don't believe that God will come through for us. Right. And I think that that's at the core of complacency. A lot of times it's like, we just kind of lose vision. Like you're saying, it's a slow leak. We Mm -hmm. lose that hope. Mm -hmm. Like, will I ever get free? Will I ever do this? You know, I've been free for three months and then I fell back in for three hard days watching porn all day. Like, yeah. well, man, will I ever get free? And we get complacent because we, we lose that that hope and we lose that vision. But to know this, like, but he who listens to me shall live securely. What it's saying is don't be complacent. Don't mm-hmm. be wayward. Like, get back on track here. And God gives us very clear instructions for what to do when we're struggling with sin. I mean, there's how many episodes on Pure Victory here in different podcasts. There's there's lots out there. There's people, there's ministries like ours, there's other ministries that are like begging to help you. We want to be there for you to to help you and to guide you. And so he who listens to God shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. And so there's there's options for you. If you're complacent, like you can make decisions right now that a week from now you're going to be so thankful that you made right a year from now. You're going to be so thankful that you made because your whole life will change. But when I feel complacent in my own life, if I make decisions or when I make decisions to kind of change my habits, it literally takes like a few days mm-hmm. typically. Yep. And the complacency goes and I see the rewards of the wisdom yep. that I'm now living in. Right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, what did, what do they say? I don't know if this is even related, but to build, to build a habit, is it 21 days? What is it? Yeah. Some people say yeah. that. Some yeah, people okay. say 60, but whatever. Yeah. Even, even if it's max two months, but yeah. three weeks is great. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is a grind to this, but we have to make the choice. We have to make the choice. And I think that we can't slide our way into victory. We can't sleepwalk our way into victory. We are very much active in this battle. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's God who does the work in us, but we have to partner with what the Holy Spirit is doing and surrender to to the process that God has led us on. And so when we get complacent with that, when we start to develop our own strategies, maybe strategies in action, (laughs) I'm not going to do anything and just hope I get better. Well, you're going to reap what you sow on that one, unfortunately. And you know, it's just going to lead you deeper into that, that addiction, different things. Like if, if you are wanting to develop better rhythms in your life in regards to moving away from porn, but you aren't active in that, you're not making any choice to engage with your community. You are not um, putting any maybe software on your computer, if that's going to be something that helps you, um, or you are not uh, active in some sort of inner healing via either community or you're praying or you're active in that. Those rhythms are not going to establish themselves without the, the choice that you make. So that's really key. Like we have to make decision in this. We have to be active in this. So our victory, our freedom, it is not, uh, you're not on the sideline in this. You're not. You're very much in the battle. You're in the thick of it. And it's so much better to be there than complacent because you know, that verse is very harsh, but that's intended. I mean, we need to see how important it is to be active. When we are inactive, that's when we are in high danger. High, we should be, our alarm bell should be ringing. And I know for myself, like give you an example of my own life. So Guys, I was in the midst of battling a porn addiction for years, spinning my wheels, and complacency was very much an enemy to my my freedom journey, for sure, and I had to get active. But complacency is still something that I need to battle. And what I mean by battling, it's like the, the, the ploys of the enemy, well, he's crafty. He's clever at what he does, and you have to be on watch and alert. And so for myself, who watching porn isn't something that I'm battling currently, but that doesn't mean I can't be pulled back into it. So what do I need to be active in? Well, I have to still have community. I still need to be leaning into God, and even more so. I need to increase that. I don't think in life that (laughs) we get to a point and then we just slowly wither and keep the same. Like we need to be seeking God desperately. I think that's a great way of describing it. Seeking God desperately with every part of our being running towards him. And so am I doing that? Am I creating space in my life for God? Um, If I say he is my Lord and Savior and the most important thing in my life, does my time reveal that? And is it quality time? You know, am I spending that quality time with him like I would with my best friend, right? (laughs) So I think we need to ask ourselves that question and I can get complacent in this. I've noticed sometimes that things can start to creep in. I'm not leaning in as much as I should be. Um, Maybe I'm resting on my quote unquote laurels. Well, I am good. I am moving in freedom, victory in the sense of now it becomes a sobriety thing. Well, I'm not looking at porn, so I'm good. That's not what God has for me. He has so much better than, 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 than just sobriety, right? And we can miss out on that. So whatever season you're in, don't just think that complacency is, a, is something you're battling when you're, you're in the midst of this fight for sobriety or getting the porn part out of here. It is always something we need to be aware of because we can get complacent at any stage of life, really. Yeah, sure we can. And, and I mean, that's not a bad thing because it constantly keeps us on our toes and constantly every day keeps us pursuing Jesus 
Because when we're weak, his strength is made perfect. It's okay to be weak. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. It's it's like oh, I don't feel strong today. That's okay. It's just yeah. what are you gonna do with that? Yeah. Because God isn't mad. God is not surprised. He made us to be weak. Yeah. Like to rely he, on Him. Right. Yeah. He made us like that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you if you get tempted. It's it, even like to feel complacent sometimes. I mean, every single human goes through that. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Don't no, don't have guilt. It's like okay, I just feel complacent right now. Just recognize how you feel. And it's like, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. And I think a lot of times with complacency, there's not, there, while well, we lose vision, like we're talking about, it's like, well, what's the point? But then even when we want to kind of get ourselves out of it, we don't have a plan in place. Like, well, what am I going to do then? A lot of times for me, even if I don't have community or people, other people, my wife or anybody or friends who know what I'm trying to do, whether it's like, bible reading or fitness or food or whatever like different things or it could be with porn or or masturbation or fantasy in in pastimes it's like if i don't let other people in then i'm more likely to get complacent with it and so have the vision for yourself have uh have community have a plan in place for your Mm -hmm. complacency and and there's all these justifications that come in at every step of the way, right? Like, well, I, I can do it alone, or I don't really need that, or it's okay to just do one more time, or I don't need to write down a plan because I'll just remember it. Mm-hmm. There's all these justifications that get in the way, and it's every day it delays us. When we don't do it, it delays us another day. And I don't mind sharing this. I'll share this. Just this. I was just telling Brad this today. So my wife, is she's uh, going on a solo mom trip, just not any other moms, just her. It's awesome. She's going to love it. She's going to love it <laughs> to the Rocky Mountains. And she works extremely hard as a mom. My, my mom always says, man, I think Louise is the best mom I've ever seen. She's on it for, with our kids and even with me with taking care of us. And so I'm like, honey, go away. She's like, are you serious? You're letting me go away? I'm like, I'm not your boss, but I'm your husband and I want yeah. you to go away. So so she wasted no time in booking a trip for herself to the Rocky Mountains. And so she's going for four nights. And so then the thought came to my head. I was like, I can, and I don't think I've ever thought this. Maybe I have. I don't know if I have. But I thought, oh, I have an old computer that doesn't have any uh, software on it, like accountability software. And I could get that up. And I don't even know where the charger is. But I was like, I think I could figure that out. And then I could, there could be, like, I could look up porn on there. Mm-hmm. This is like this week, you guys, or last week. Yeah. And just thinking of her going away. But what's going on in our life right now is there's pretty high emotional events going on. And so I'm very aware of this. When the temptation came, I was like, man, I'm, this is like probably two days I was thinking this. So it wasn't like a 10 minute time frame. Right. It was like over two days. I kept thinking like, oh, I, I could get that computer up and I would like visualize myself in my bed doing it and then I'm like whoa this is showing me a weak spot in my life because what's going on mm-hmm. emotionally right now that's obviously causing this and so then I'm looking for an opportunity and so I'm like okay this is a weak spot for me I need to I need to be aware of this and then bring this to God mm-hmm. so what I've started doing is I've started visualizing myself spending those evenings alone with God and with my Bible in my bed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not just like trying to ignore it. I'm like, okay, now I need to think about what is this going to be like? What's the benefit that's going to be from when I spend time with Jesus? Right. And I'm telling myself over the last few days, like, I know Jesus is going to speak to me. I know he's got things for me. I want to know what he's got for me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm spending time on that. Then I come 
chat with Brad and I tell him what's going on. So I don't, I, yeah. cause I felt complacent towards it for a day or two, but then I'm like, I need to tell Brad in this. I need to tell God this. I need to be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's awesome because complacency sometimes can just show us weak spots. Yeah. And now I can learn and be hyper aware. Like, Oh, these emotional things that are going on in our marriage our family our life, like that's, a weak spot for me and that's yeah. okay because we're made to be weak yeah let's just have the lord come and lead me right. and so i feel like he's leading me to not be complacent because i'm i'm putting my guards up around me by telling by getting it out in the light by telling brad and telling you <laughs> you and you guys on the podcast <laughs> everybody that's, not, that's yeah. not part of my game plan but it's just like yeah it's it's good to to be vulnerable and, I, and mm-hmm. it's good right like i don't mind it at all and yeah. these stories this is why it's so important to view it not as like oh i'm scared of this temptation or oh man i had these thoughts i'm terrible like no i feel shame about it or anything like that yeah yeah Yeah. oh yeah no i don't feel any shame totally it's just like it's just something that happened yeah and now i've done the right thing and so it's okay yeah and so if you feel complacent it's a scary place to be sometimes if you're not willing to to look inward or look at like the vision like i'm saying i'm looking at what does jesus want to tell me about my life that's mm-hmm. a vision thing. I know he's got things for me. So over the last couple of days, I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking of the hope. I'm visualizing what's it going to be like when I spend time with God in those moments when I could be tempted. Yeah, I'm having community. I'm bringing it up to Brad and trying to be diligent in my game plan. It's all of these different things that, that like my game plan for how I'm going to deal with temptation. It's these different things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm even telling Brad in like the justifications and I don't want to do it. And I'm trying to go back and forth in my head like well do i want to bring it up do i not want to bring Mm -hmm. it up it's like no i want to bring it up but sometimes i tell myself i don't need to yeah and so i'm so all of these things without even putting it together the thing that things that we're talking about with complacency thankfully the lord has been able to lead me in that over these last couple days and i'll be fine like i won't i'll be fine yeah and there's i don't want to do it it's no. just like the temptation comes. But you battled that complacency. Yeah. 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 And it's okay. Like there's a war. It's a real war. Between is. our flesh and the spirit, it's a war. And yeah. so let's just win the war with the Lord. Well, and that's the key thing here is everybody out there, like we are always in the battle on um, whether we know it or not. So I think it's better to pick up our shield and our sword and actually be active in it um, instead of just kind of being blown around. So it's, it's, I'm glad you shared that story because yeah, I've seen moments like that in my life too. And one of the things I'm learning as, as the years go by is how the enemy tries to attack us. Usually it's through subtleties. Um, it's very subtle. Sometimes it's not this full force frontal attack. It's these subtle little erosions in our life. And it's pretty insidious to be honest. And so we have to be aware it really have to be watchful and mindful in our lives, take stock of our life. Like I'd even like the short story you shared, I know that there a while back a complacency was creeping in and I was thinking, well, maybe I should just browse social media. And the reason I was thinking that was because, you know, for instance, in certain sites like Facebook or Instagram, whatever else, um, the opportunity for me to see something that I shouldn't, and I'm not talking full blown porn, but Porn-esque. Is that a word? Yeah, Porn-esque? It is now. <laughs> um, like, and my first intention isn't to find it, but I'm creating opportunity to find it. And um, so the complacency beating is, well, I'm going to scroll for a while until I see something versus being intentional. I'm, I'm actually going to YouTube to find a video on, say, a sermon I saw or whatever else. No, I don't have any intention. I'm just going to be wayward 
And in that, complacency creeps in and that creates opportunity for me to stumble upon something. And, and so that complacency, that's something I have to battle. Like, what is my intention with this? Why am I making this decision? And I think that in the moment that that was happening for me, it really was because I was feeling a little bit stretched. Uh, I was stressed, um, which is just, you know, a life in ministry and, and everything else. I was, I was running pretty hot there. So I was feeling quite tired, to be honest. And so I just thought, oh, I'll just let myself engage in this, right? So I had to acknowledge that I did that and say, hey, you know what? I I went in with this intention and to repent of that and say, God, I need help. I need your help in this. And I think that we all have moments like this. It's very subtle. Like I said, sometimes we have the full frontal attack for sure, but often it's those, those little tweaks in our life, those erosions that are happening that we need to really be aware of because um, they add up. They really do. And that's what can pull us deeper into an addiction or back into it. If uh, whatever stage you're in. Yeah. I want to throw this out there with complacency. If you're in a complacent state right now, I want you to think about what you're actually doing when you're engaging in sexual sin and pornography. And I remember one time I was tempted to masturbate. I've never told this before, but I was tempted to masturbate. And I pictured, not me, like I think it was God, in my brain, in my mind, I saw this picture of a demon coming and like being sexual with me like straight up demon wow okay yeah i was like okay yeah, yeah. i don't want to do this anymore that would jolt you up yeah <laughs> seriously yeah. and so this is the importance when you're complacent when you're tempted go to god god what do you say about this yeah. god hates sin like he hates sin he hates he has wrath over the things that the evil things in our lives and his wrath is not like oh that makes me mad it is extreme wrath. Like mm-hmm. the thunder of his voice would just boom. And like, it's just like in the spirit realm, right? Like yeah. he is trying to defend his children, not mad at you. He's mad at what, well, you read Zechariah three. If you don't know the story, go read it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's amazing. He's, he's, he's rebuking the one who gets his children in sin. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he has extreme wrath over sin. And then think about apart from God's wrath, think about what, porn does like porn the the industry is so evil there's so many people that are hurting there's people that film scenes and they leave the set crying wishing that they could never do it again but then they're so high on drugs and spend all their money that they need to come shoot another scene the next day and it just wrecks lives and then even when they come out of the industry they can't even find work a lot of times because people know their history and oh man i mean it's so evil and god hates it and he hates that 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 his child is being affected by it. And so I want to put that to you. Do you hate it too? Like, do you hate it? Do you, are you passionately wrathful towards the sin, towards what the, this industry does towards people that are involved, even towards your body that's the temple of the Holy Spirit, that's the one body that God gave you, mm. and you're engaging in darkness with it? It says in Scripture that when we look at darkness, our whole body is filled with darkness, and it's true when people, when we engage in sin, it wrecks our body, like even with erectile dysfunction that comes from porn, like there's that, but it's also just like we feel shame, like we carry a heaviness or there's more likelihood to be a hunchback when we get older, when we carry all of the shame, like it literally leads to darkness in our body. We feel more complacent the next day after we sin because we don't feel as high on life. Like right. 
Like, do you think about all this when you're complacent? It's like, there's, there's actually so many evil parts to sexual sin. And so don't just be complacent with it. God died for you. Jesus died for you because you're so valuable and we don't want to put you anything valuable in a place where it's going to get hurt. And Mm. so don't do it to your bodies. Don't do it to your mind, your eyes, your soul. And so, yeah, I just want to put that to you. If you're feeling complacent, like this is a big deal. Mm. And it's your one life to live mm. and it's worth getting free and you can because you have God on your side um, and people to help you mm-hmm. and who know how to help. And especially God knows how to help and he'll never stop. There was a guy yesterday. He was saying, I, I always feel like God leaves me hanging when I'm tempted. It's like only because you don't know how to encounter God in those times. Mm. Keep seeking him. Maybe just seek yeah. him differently and get some mentorship because God is so far even with you. That's right. No, that's right. Well, and, and with complacency, um, you know, if you're, if you're listening and you're like, I feel complacent, I just want to dispel that belief in the sense that this is a feeling thing. Complacency is revealed in action or in action. So it's, it's really, what are you doing? It's not like, cause I think sometimes we think complacency means you're just kind of meh. <laughs> and that's not what we're talking about here. It's a, it's a choice to be inactive and, and that's really key. So don't, if you feel complacent, that doesn't mean something bad. It's really, but what are you doing in your life? And and what are you making choice in? And that's the key thing here is you don't have to be blown around or pushed around by the, the ocean tides of life. Like you can make choice and you can choose to fight that drift that happens with complacency. And we always say this in marriage is we don't drift together. Um, it's just not a thing. We have a natural tendency to drift apart. It's really the same thing with God. We have a natural tendency to drift. And what I mean by that is because an active relationship with Jesus is active. Like we have to make choice in it and we have to be intentional. Great word that we wrote down here in this, this podcast is diligent. Be diligent and don't give up. And again, this may be sounding, well, this sounds really like pulling up the bootstraps kind of thing and kind of performance-based. Well, no, that's not what we're getting at, but you need to make choice. You have to make choice in this. You have to be intentional. God's the one who transforms our heart from the inside out, but we do that in his, he does that in us through relationship with us. And so that's why we have to be intentional in that relationship. If we are not pursuing Jesus, if we are not pursuing health, um, don't expect it to happen just on of its own. But the the beautiful thing here is wherever you're at right now, you can choose different. Right now. I mean, we pray for that you right now in this moment. We really do. Wherever you're at, if you're feeling, man, you know, Brad and Matt, we I just been pushed around and I feel like complacency has been ruining my life. Um, I don't even know where to start. Right now you can make a different choice. And I would say, get on your knees and pray and invite God into this. Maybe you need to reconnect with him. Maybe you haven't been spending that time with him. Maybe you need to get to know him again, wherever you're at. We just want to say you can do that right now. And that's the hopeful thing. Even if you think you're so far gone, it's not true. And that's the thing with complacency too often. There's a lot of lies that seeps in into our complacency. So apply some truth. God is actively pursuing you. He's actively in your life. He is for you. He is with you. He has not forsaken you. He is with you side by side, and he wants to work in you. He wants to fill you. He wants you, He wants to be um, the light in your life to the darkness that you're feeling. Uh, I just know that right now, wherever you're at, that God is speaking, and you just have to listen. And so open yourself up to receive from him. 
and be intentional and in, in opening yourself up to receive from him. So there's some next steps that you can do practical to build on what Brad's saying. Get on your knees and pray. Mm-hmm. Open the Bible until you read it until you get one verse. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Get one verse and stop reading. Meditate on it. Mm-hmm. Talk to him about it. If you're complacent about talking to someone else, call up a friend right now and tell them what you're struggling with. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. It's a biblical principle and it's going to be good for you. Just do it. And if you need help and you've been putting off clicking uh, book a call on Restored Ministries, go book a call. I hear that lots from guys. Oh, I've waited months to book this call. Wish I did it earlier. I heard it a few weeks ago. I heard it a few months ago. Oh man, I wish I did this earlier. I should, I've been, oh, I've been putting off booking that call. Go book the call. Go to restoredministries.ca and click that button, book a call. Love mm-hmm. to talk to you. And let's just get this out of your life. Let's make the last time you watch porn or acted out sexually, let's make the last time the last time mm-hmm. and move you into, into a life of freedom. That's great. What a challenge. <laughs> I'm challenged. And we're, we're praying for you. And we know that in prayer, we, under, we believe for, for you that there is a last time. And out of that, not only that, we're not only just going to pray for a last time, we're going to pray for an abundant vibrant life flourishing that you will have walking with Jesus and what he wants to do in your life beyond that is is something so profound and I just we just know that for you because he's done it in our lives and and so we just want to encourage you with that so thank you everybody for listening I hope this was a blessing to you and uh, we just trust God speaking to you and we're praying you on so thanks again everybody for listening and we will check in with you next time Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.